0: Welcome to the award-winning show, Holding Down the Fort, brought to you by U.S. Vet Wealth. A podcast show that
1: focuses on sustaining a fulfilling a purposeful military life through conversation and community building.
0: I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and creator of Holding Down the Fort.
1: And I'm Jenny Lynn Stroop, a seasoned military spouse, mom of two boys, and your co-host.
0: Together, we'll converse with special guests from the military community and for the community to share knowledge, resources, and relevant stories on how we can best hold down the fort for ourselves and our loved ones.
1: Now let's get started.
0: All right. Hello, hello, everybody. Jen Amos here and really excited to release this bonus episode. This was a interview that Jenny Lynn and I did thanks to our good friend, Dr. Jerry Lynn Maples, who is the director of the Blue Star Families of Dayton and Southwestern Ohio chapter and also has been a returning guest on our show. You can check out our past interviews with her in episode 56 and episode 105. I may have misspoken in this interview. I think I said 106 when I meant to say episode 105. So hopefully after this interview that Jerry moderates, you'll be more inclined to checking out her episodes and reaching out to her, especially if you live around Dayton and the southwestern Ohio area. But yeah, this was such a fun conversation. One of the first and hopefully, not last a conversation where Jenny Lindstroup and I, as co hosts, come together to share our experiences with the show. So, we really get into some fun stuff. This interview is edited, but if you want the full version, the Facebook Live version, the video version, I'll provide that in the show notes. Part of why I wanted to edit it is because I was in and out with my internet. <laughs> so, so this is a cleaner version, but like I said, if you want to see the video Facebook Live version of this, I will provide that in the show notes. You could also check out the Blue Star Families of Dayton and Southwestern Ohio Facebook page, which is where you can find this video replay. So without further ado, Jerry, thank you so much again for inviting us to your show. It's an honor, and more importantly, our continual partnership you know to support one another and in our initiatives especially with what you do at Blue Star Families and what we do here at Holden on the Fort. Also, toward the end of our conversation, I talked a little bit about our new campaign inspired by Holden on the Fort and sponsored by U.S. Vet Wealth called the Spouse Benefit Plan. This is a developing project and you can see our growing list of resources at thespousebenefitplan.com. But without further ado, please enjoy this conversation on Jerry's show called Flyer Talk Friday. Enjoy.
2: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Flyer Talk Friday. I am your Blue Star Families of Dayton and Southwestern Ohio Chapter Director, Jerry Maples. And boy, do I have two awesome guests on Flyer Talk with me this morning. You guys may remember one of them, and she was on back in April when we did our military kids recruitment fair. So I'm really excited to have both... Jen Amos and Jenny Lynn Stroop on, on Flyer Talk this morning, the host and co-host of Holding Down the Fort podcast, which you may know I've been on there twice already. (laughs) Maybe we'll, maybe we'll go for a third. I don't know, but, um, (laughs) but welcome Jen and Jenny Lynn. I'm so glad that you guys are on here this morning with me as our featured guest and We've already giggled for the last 15 minutes about things, so I'm sure that we're gonna have a great conversation. But why don't I take a moment and have you both introduce yourselves and kind of talk a little bit about yourselves and then we'll talk about holding down the fort. You wanna go first, Jen?
0: Yes, gladly. I'm so glad to be led by someone instead of me initiating the conversation. (laughs) Jerry, thanks again so much for having us. And just to our viewers, I want you all to know that, yes, Jerry has been on our show twice. You can check her out on episodes 56, as well as 105. So she's been on our show for a while, (laughs) for the longevity of our show. And yes, there is a likely chance we'll probably bring you back on because that's really been my motive in our last season is to bring on past guests and really, you know, practice what we preach, which is, you know, community building. But anyway, a little bit about me. I'm Jen Amos. And Holding Down the Fort uh, real briefly got started because my colleagues and I, including my husband at U.S. Vet Wealth, you know, were trying to find a way to better understand military families and, you know, and working with a team of, of veterans, you know, who, you know, a lot of them had retired single And I myself, having been a military child, being raised in a career military family, that's where we saw the need or that's where we saw the void to be filled, was to have I myself, you know, start a show such as Holding Down the Forts. I can't take the credit for the name. One of our colleagues came up with it. And part of it, too, with my story of being a military child, is that I'm also a gold star daughter. My dad had served in the eighties and nineties. And unfortunately we had lost him when he was about 18 and a half years into his service. And so, you know, 20 years later, coming back to the community here has been a wonderful journey of self-healing and validation (laughs) and, you know, feeling affirmed that me and my family have not been forgotten as a Gold Star family. And, you know, today to be able to work with someone such as Jenny Lynn, who is an active duty military spouse and, you know, has, you know, her husband has been in the service for quite some time. It's really kind of cool to live vicariously through her stories today and to share this space together. But yeah, that's a little bit about me. (laughs) I I went I went long there.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's okay.
1: Hi, I'm Jenny Lynn. I am the co-host of Holding Down the Fort. And like Jen mentioned, I am an active duty military spouse, also an avid mental health advocate. And I came on this show after being a guest. So I was a guest as my professional self in season two. And Jen put out a call looking for a co-host. And, you know, I emailed back kind of unsure as to what I was emailing and getting myself into. And she was like, hey, yeah, just looking for somebody to have a good conversation with. And well, here I am, three seasons later. this is, yeah, we're in season. yeah,' I've recorded season we're time. recording our third season together. And it yeah. has been such a joy and pleasure to do that. And I think really we really round each other out on like bringing the veteran and Mill Kid and also Mill spouse perspective to our show, which I love.
2: Yes, I love it too, as you can tell. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that you all have accomplished in this podcast is really, showcasing all the different stages and all the different aspects of military life and what it brings together. I know the last time I was on, we talked about caregiving and all of that, which is near and dear to me and my story. But even teaming up together has been just fantastic. When we did the Mill Kids Fair and you got to talk to Ashley and Dylan, you know, just so many different things that you all are able to capture in all the seasons, I've went back and listened to several different conversations, and I've learned a lot of things just from hearing other people's stories. And I think that's really what is important is bringing those on and hearing those stories. And then getting to be a co-host, Jenny Lynn, that's really cool.
1: <laughs> I know it's so fun. Like, of all the things I thought I'd do as an adult, this was not one of them, but it happens to be one of the most favorite things that I do as a real live adult these days.
2: Yes, yes. You know, I may have told you guys, but I don't think I have. When I was younger, right after I graduated high school, my journey was going to take me to Florida to college to be a journalist. Mm. (laughs) I think someone higher up had different plans (laughs) (laughs) because that didn't happen. Oh, wow. Um, I ended up meeting my husband and staying here in Ohio. But who would have thought? that I'd have a little show that has a little audience, (laughs) but, you know, also on your all's podcast wise. So that's just great. You just never know where our roads are going to lead us. (laughs) Yeah, I have to agree with you because
0: I actually went to college. I got my bachelor's in journalism with an emphasis in public relations, and I have never used my degree for the traditional sense that you know, I study for. But I think the interesting thing, and and maybe this is just something for college students to know is that, you know, your degree isn't a linear route to your ideal career. It'll like whatever you end up studying, it'll manifest into something that may be close to it or maybe like it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for me, the biggest reason why I actually study journalism and public relations is because I just wanted to be a better people connector. I wanted to build better relationships. And, you know, I wanted to learn the language to have a more, I guess, positive spin to my life and my experiences and, and situations. And, you know, fortunately I was able to get that. And I think my degree really did help me in being able to podcast now and, and do the work that I'm doing. But yeah, if I were to shame myself for not following the traditional path of being a PR person, then, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I am. I'm glad that I allowed myself to see what could come of that degree, as opposed to have the expectations of having this linear path.
2: hmm Yep. Did a, you a <laughs> Did <anyone?
1: laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, I have an undergraduate degree in marketing management and a graduate degree in elementary education. And here I am as a <laughs> military mental health advocate for uh, Cohen Veterans Network, a military spouse podcast host, using really none of the degrees I actually have, and yet really, really enjoying where I'm at and really feeling like this is where, you know, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I think since you know we are talking to a largely military family audience here i think it's important to point out that like the military often does change those things like i was for sure going to be a teacher forever and like retire as a teacher and then i met and married my husband and we started moving and you know all of those things that come along with military life and yet like i'm now doing something that i think is far more valuable and i enjoy way more than anything i have a degree in
2: Yes. Yes, me too. I actually ended up not going to college until years later, 20 years after I graduated high school. And I'm wow. That I did wait because I had all that life experience to bring with me from, you know, being a National Guard spouse and all those experiences. And when I went to meet my advisor for the first time, I was going to be a social worker at the V.A., I'm not a social worker at the VA, so <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> I work with the VA a lot, but I'm not a social worker with them, so it's just really neat how things actually turn out. So you guys have some exciting news this morning, though, right? We do. Jen, do you, wanna, yes. do you want to Yes. news? I- Yes, yes. Last night, we got
0: at least like at 2 a.m. because, you know, I'm a night owl. Got the email that holding Down the Fort is once again a finalist for the Veteran and Military Spouse Entrepreneur Awards. And so... Really excited and grateful about this. Uh, also, my colleagues are also finalists. <laughs> so it's really cool to see the whole team on there, actually. And we're hoping that one of us <laughs> wins something. But more importantly, I'm just so grateful that we're able to get the recognition for the hard work that we've done because a lot of our work, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes. Like, I would have done this work anyway, but it's just nice to know that, like, even the greater community sees value in what we're doing.
1: I mean, honestly, it's so exciting. I saw everything start to come out last night on social media with some of the guests we've had on, which Mm -hmm. was really exciting. But then as I scrolled the list, I was like, oh, my gosh, we're on there. So, I mean, it's, it's really fun. It feels really good to know that the stories that we're bringing to the military and veteran community matter to other people. I know they matter deeply to Jen and I that they matter to people out there, that that the stories we are sharing bring value and good additives to our military families' lives.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, just said I had mentioned a little bit ago about how you're bringing those voices to an audience and you're sharing those narratives and, you know, it's firsthand accounts of what our military families are enduring. And I think it's just really Really valuable, you know, because I think about, you know, here at Blue Star Families, we have a mission to bring our civilian neighbors over to help understand our military families. And you guys are really an extension of that. So just by teaming up and being able to do that, I think bringing your guests and their stories and connecting them to our Blue Star families and our neighbors really is an added value to, to that mission. So you know, Jen, I don't even know how we, how did we get connected? <laughs> but somehow we did. Yeah. <laughs> I LinkedIn, right? It had <laughs> to be,
0: yeah, had to be LinkedIn. And that's so funny because there are definitely people I'm like, how did we meet? You know, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm very confident it had to do with LinkedIn. Like, I think yes. I reached out to you because of your dissertation That probably had something to do with it, but I would have Mm -hmm. to really go back through my old notes to see like exactly (laughs) how that went down. But either way, I'm glad it happened and I'm glad that we have the Mm -hmm. partnership we have today because, you know, like you said, I think we do complement each other and you know, the government can only do so much. Like they, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we can only take so much of our American taxpayer dollars to like support <laughs> the military community. And so there is this sense of responsibility and honor as someone who is a military community member to contribute and to serve mm-hmm. each other. Cause we know best, right? We, we had firsthand okay. experience, some even active right now, like Jenny Lynn. And so mm-hmm. uh, it's just an honor and a pleasure to do it, you know, to do that for show up. To, show up for our community. I mean, the military community is all about, you know, doing something greater than yourself or, you know, Mm -hmm. serving for the greater good. And I'm just glad to have that spirit still, even 20 years removed from the military.
2: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it was LinkedIn. So I'm glad our LinkedIn paths crossed, you know, (laughs) and Jenny Lynn, you too. I mean, in with the Cohen network, you know, Blue Star Families has a good relationship with the Cohen network. So you know, that's just another great example.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a little secret here for all of your listeners. I found Jen via LinkedIn as well. I don't even oh. know that she knows that. <laughs> I didn't <even> know that. <laughs>
0: <First> but,
1: <time. laughs> yes, but in my early days of as outreach coordinator for the San Diego Clinic for the Cohen Veterans Network, you know, I was looking for outreach opportunities and came across holding down the fort on LinkedIn. And we, you know, my clinic director and I became guests on the show in season two. And here we are in season five. Five. (laughs) Season five, you know, and have been recording together for three seasons. So
2: yay, LinkedIn. Kudos to LinkedIn, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I just have to, you know, thank you,
0: Jenny Lynn. Like I know it was basically your job to do outreach, but I do remember that first interview when I think I asked like who found it and and you mentioned like, oh, I I was the one that found the show. And little did I know one little newsletter would get your attention to host <laughs> with me. So thank you. Thank you, first of all, for subscribing and for, actually, and for actually reading the newsletter. Cause you know, you never know like if people read that or not. So, yeah. so thank you for that. And our work relationship has been amazing. I mean, our spouses know each other. Like I know your kids now and I mean, you haven't, I don't, you've met my dog. So there's that, yes, yeah. but overall it's been a wonderful experience. And now Jenny Lynn actually has an official email with old another- the it's okay. Jenny Lynn. Yeah, it's Jenny Lynn <laughs> at holding down the fort podcast. Com. Jenny Lynn always does a great job like sharing ideas with me that I often overlook because I'm, I'm always very forward-thinking with the show. And she's really good at pointing out like the finer details of what we could do to improve. So giving her an email was definitely one of those. That's one of the most recent ones. She, she suggested. And I was like, yeah, why don't you have an email? Let me give you an email. So, <laughs> so, so now
2: you're officially official. I yeah.
1: am. I am.
0: <laughs> Just took three seasons. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Okay, we decided the first season I came on that we would give it a shot and see how both of us felt about it. And I think here in season five, it's clear that we both feel pretty good about it. Yeah. We plan to continue for as long as we can continue. And, yeah, I mean, it's been really fun to get to know, like Jen and I, we were Zoom friends for a whole year before we met in person. And now, yes, she knows my husband and my kids and I know Scott and their dog and <laughs> Jen seen my family like real up close the first time she met them, all oh, at and yes. boys. And she saw <laughs> them be real boys in, <laughs> yep, I at the restaurant it. we were at, you know, and so now it's been really fun to like be friends in real life and connect in person and be able to do the things that we'd really only done, you know, from the neck up on a podcast for a year or so.
2: Yeah. I think we all have a lot of zoom friends right now. (laughs) Yeah. Real talk. (laughs) We have quite a few zoom friends. I like that term. I like that. I might have to borrow that Jenny Lynn. (laughs) Please do. Okay. (laughs) I think that's really awesome. How I, I'm going to just call you to the dynamic duo. Of the podcast, you know, because I think you both do work really well together. Just, you know, having those two experiences that I did, I can see that oftentimes Jen will say something and ask a question and then you always have that great follow-up question. So it just really works well together. I don't think you two need to split up or anything. Oh gosh, <laughs> I, I sure hope not. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I think you're good to go for a long, long time.
1: We hope so. And still, if anyone, you know, has heard us joke before, like Jen still handles all of the things I really do like show up and talk and that's, that's really fun and bring on, you know, as we've talked about a little bit, Jen was saying, you know, we brought back returning guests this season, mm-hmm. you know, to really show like we are a community and we really do value the people that are on our show. And part of what then I've done is be the person who brings on the new folks because, you know, I am still actively in the military community and continue Mm -hmm. to meet obviously military people every day. And it's been a really fun dynamic to have both that, like returning guests to see where they're at, to have a catch up conversation and then bring on somebody new that we want to be part of the holding down the fort community. Mm -hmm. It's been fun.
2: Yeah, it really has been, you know, just watching since I became exposed and got to know the show, just watching the different variety of guests that you've had on and, and um, just that ongoing conversation, which is very, very important. I can even see commonalities within your show, within Blue Star Families, Military Family Lifestyle Survey. Like I'll yeah. see something on your show and then I'll be like, wait a minute, where's, and then I'll <laughs> look <laughs> and because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so, that's so true. And and then I can, you know, take that and say, wow, that, you know, here it is in the survey. And build off that. So it really does do a great job of getting those concerns out, those things that need to be raised awareness to. It just captures everything. You guys do a really great job. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm glad that you mentioned the survey because I think that, you know,
0: you need the stories to support the data, Mm -hmm. you know, to make the Mm -hmm. data come alive, but you also need the data to affirm like these stories. Right. And so Mm -hmm. again, I think it's just so wonderful that we have the relationship and the partnership that we have, because it just adds to the overall like opportunity to amplify the stories and the needs and the concerns of our military families. And I'm reflecting on Dennis Schroeder, who, you know, he is a veteran, and and he served during the Cold War, and he grew up during the Vietnam War. You know, Mm -hmm. I reflect on his story and how military community didn't always have good press. And so the fact that we're in a day and age where, you know, we do have good press, and we can contribute to it. I think Mm -hmm. it's a privilege and I'm glad that our show could be one of those, you know, platforms to continue to spread the good news, you know, of the military community, the good, the bad, the ugly of the military Mm -hmm. community.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, just having that extra voice out there and bringing that positive message, although, you know, sometimes like I think of my story, not all of it's positive, right? Mm -hmm. But, but there's something positive that came out of it. So being able to change the message is important.
1: I completely agree with you. I mean, there's a reason, and Jen and I have talked about this quite a bit. I mean, the reason that I am such an avid advocate for military mental health and military families is because, you know, we walk through some tough stuff as military family, mental health wise, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that's what I really hope our show reflects is that, you know, yeah, there is hardship and there's pain and there are some really tough points of stories, but the people that we've had on, you know, have taken that hard thing and turned it into something to, you know, help and build up the community they love so much. And so I'm just really, it is one of my favorite things. I'm gonna get teary and my eyelashes are gonna fall off. Um, so I'm just
0: gonna try not to cry. And I'll yeah. swoop in and be the funny one. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I what what I love about our show, cause you know, Jenny Lynn and I have our own you know, sad stories to share. I mean, and I often talk about like my dad's story and how we lost him and that there could be hints of, you know, suicidal ideation in his history. And, you know, I could have easily have turned out like a number of my military child friends who ended up, you know, bullying and, and literally ending up in jail, you know, like as later on in life. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, I think part of why I love showing up is I just hope that, you know, we could be an example of the benefits of getting help, right? Like of Mm -hmm. like, there is life when you, you know, seek out mental health, there is, there Mm -hmm. is good that can come from that. You don't have to sit in with your trauma. I mean, just like you, Jerry, I mean, your whole story. And again, people can listen to her on (laughs) our show, but like, I'm so just amazed by everything that you are personally going through in your, per you know, in your life. And yet here you are showing up. And I think that that's the spirit of the military community mm-hmm. is like we really turn that pain into our passion in a way to you know mm-hmm. for self-healing and also to help other people like I think it's kind of like the self-healing process as we serve people in a way and I'm just glad that you know I'm part of a community that knows how to rechannel that pain into something good and not just to be self-sacrificing but to you know to help me and others you know just continue to do well and to make the best out of this military life, this military experience, and even post-military life.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) I tell my students this, turn an obstacle into an opportunity. And I think that's kind of how I see each of us. We have these obstacles, but we turn them into an opportunity. And I think that's how I see each of us and really all your guests, you know, Mm -hmm. really speak to that resiliency that often goes along with military life.
1: I mean, I say it all the time, like I'm just eternally grateful that we get to do what we do and we get to share the stories we get to share because most of them are born of pain points and not even like traumatic pain points. But like I was just thinking the guest of the podcast we released with Jay Salters, like, I mean, he has Mm -hmm. taken his want to go back to school and turned it into this organization that has helped thousands of active duty service members and military spouses and veterans like get the accreditations and the degrees and things that they really want to set themselves up for post military life. And he's still active duty. Like he's, he's put together a whole organization, like That's crazy because of something he wanted for himself, but then realized like, if he wanted it, there were probably other people that did too, you know, and it, it's not a trauma, but it's like, Hey, you saw a hole and you you filled it, and I think mm-hmm. that's what this community is great at. And I am so happy that we get to share those stories.
2: Yes, yeah. yeah. What an amazing story! What an amazing story! And oftentimes they do come from one's personal experience, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, yep. And
2: yeah. And again, I think that's part of being associated
0: with this community is that you know we think as a unit, you know, we think as a community, we think, okay, this could benefit me, but how can this also benefit others? And I just I love that spirit and I'm going to be doing mm-hmm. this for as long as Jenny Lynn does it with me and as long as I'm working in the space, you know, <laughs> with my husband, because just for that spirit alone, that spirit of being of service to others, it's amazing and it's rare and Jenny Lynn often reminds me, you know, the percentage of, you know, people who actually serve and realizing how much, you know, how much of an honor and a gift and a privilege it is, you know, to be a part of this community that I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like more people should learn from.
2: <laughs> yes, I agree, I agree, absolutely, absolutely. So I know that it's almost eleven, and we've been taught how did how did that happen? <laughs> I think every time we us three get together, we just keep on talking. <laughs> Whoops <laughs> It's okay, it's okay i but before we go, I know there's an ongoing I read your book, Jen. That was just fabulous and eye-opening to me and kind of led into my last visit to your show. But I wanted to maybe touch on that just a hair because there's this real issue going on in the military community. And Jenny Lynn, I know that you're probably exposed to this on a daily basis where because you're still active duty. But there's a food insecurity and all these different things that are going on that our military families are facing And your book really kind of touches on those questions about finances and just those things that go along with that. So did you have any thoughts on that before we wrap up, Jen? Thank you, Jerry, for following up on that. Yeah, basically,
0: my husband and I are uh, really trying to provide the kind of education and verbiage for our military families to have a better understanding of their military benefits. I mean, although it is given to the service member, at the end of the day, it benefits the spouse. And at the end of the day, at the end of their career, it's up to the spouse to opt out of, let's say the survivor benefit plan. And so holding on the four was inspired by just this desire to know how to better speak to our military families, but also understand where you're all coming from. I mean, you're so fixated for all the right reasons on the day-to-day task of military life that Mm -hmm. you even think of something such as, you know, death or, you know, long-term financial planning. It's just, you know, it's over our heads, right? And Mm -hmm. rightfully so. And so you all are here to hear it first. We do have (laughs) a new campaign now, which I'm very proud to start campaigning for soon. And you all can check it out. It's not live Mm -hmm. yet, but you can learn more about it at the spousebenefitplan.com. And this is going to be, you know, a whole campaign just dedicated to our military spouses, just better understanding and better feeling empowered. About financial mm-hmm. decisions, and especially having a better understanding of the survivor benefit plan, because when you think about it, it's often this morbid talk. It's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to think. But obviously, rightfully so. You know, I often feel like, you know, me showing up as a gold star daughter, you know, maybe makes people nervous about their own mortality. And so, really talking to the spouse directly, rather than thinking about being a survivor, I want them to focus on celebrating who they are as a spouse and the benefits that come with it. So, you know, at the end of the day, like you know, money doesn't solve everything, but it definitely helps, right? And so if we can mm-hmm. provide more education about that specifically toward our families, I think because, you know, our families are the cornerstone of the military community. Actually, I ran this by genuine because this is part of our logo design. <laughs> you know, the more that we can empower our spouses to feel confident and informed about financial decisions, just like with everything, just like with what we do on holding down the fort with any decision in their life, the more at peace I'll feel, (laughs) you know, about even just thinking about the struggles my mom had dealt with after Mm -hmm. in post-military life. And even just all the stories we hear with our clients, you know, when they're at the end of their service and they can't qualify for alternative options because they have disabilities, because of, you know, A, B and C. And so to be able to be in a space where, you know, Scott and I can look at this, I guess in an unbiased way, like to see it from the outside in. I hope our work means something and speaks to our families and I hope that we can help them. But yeah, the com is going to be coming up soon. So if you want to learn more or follow, that's the website to go to. But thanks awesome. for asking, Jerry. That's very kind of you to ask me
2: about that. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. One, we need to make sure we cover all the bases.
0: Oh, and sorry, one more thing. I have to give credit to my husband, Scott. He, he's actually the one who wrote the book the blue book you're talking about and it's the okay. same book that we plan on co-authoring on but uh, I just want to make sure I don't steal <laughs> credit for all his hard work and write because he, he's written like three books I mean I've been there behind the scenes I'm gonna, <laughs> I definitely was involved I, will, I, I do I don't want to discredit myself but he's the one with the name on the book so I just want to make sure I clarify that
2: well well done Scott
0: if you're <laughs>
2: yeah like- <laughs> he's like right there <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good job, Scott.
1: for anybody that's interested, um, Jen, Scott, and I actually sat down together and I don't know what episode number oh. it is. Jen can probably rattle it off while I talk, sat down and talked about, you know, really kind of this state of what it's like to be an active duty family um, and have to think about those financial ramifications because often, you know, our pace of life is so quickly that you're literally looking at the budget for today and kind of forgetting that, you know, you may need it longer term because it, Changes everywhere you live and it changes every rank you have. And it changes, like, and you know, we had a really candid conversation, I will say, of my own family's financial history. Um, It's not so great. So, you know, for people that are hearing this and going, oh my gosh, like I don't even know where to start, or I have so much shame because we haven't done it well in the past, please know that you are not alone and it is nothing to be ashamed about. And, you know, that Jen and Scott's company, US Bet Wealth, is really there to help set people up you know, in the mm-hmm. long-term.
0: So that's episode 106. In case anyone's wondering, check that out. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, hold down the <laughs> I'm writing com. that down, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenny Lynn, for doing that, for sitting in the hot seat too. I mean, you, you've always been so just candid and transparent about your life and- you know, the fact that you continue to do that. And even for us, it it means so much. And I know that it's something that even past or listeners have mentioned really benefited from. So thank you for,
2: you know, just doing that and sitting in the hot seat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the things that I'm putting together and then I'll, I'll wrap up, but one of the things I'm putting together for December is a national guard virtual conference. So I would love you guys to come on and be part of that conference if you're willing to do so, because our National Guard families really do endure a lot of what we're talking about, whether it comes from you know the lack of employment opportunities or you know just those barriers. and they're really struggling. So yeah. maybe if you guys are willing to come on and we'll, you know, Scott, if you're listening, you can come on. Too. <laughs> but that is a really important conversation to have to have with them and and you know, I know because I lived that for many, many years where, You know, my husband would get really frustrated because he would say, Hey, you know, that company won't hire me because I have to leave for two weeks. Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
2: Or I might have to be activated for, you know, X reason. Or he missed out on an opportunity because he had to go, you know, serve in Iraq and um, didn't have employment when he came home. So there's like all these different barriers that go along with that. So it is an important conversation. So I commend you guys for addressing that. And, you know, our military families, have told us time and time again, those financial worries are at the top of their list. So absolutely. So I definitely had to mention that. I had to bring that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Any final thoughts, you guys, before we leave?
1: No, just thank you so much. This was lovely. It was great to catch up with you. Thanks for having us. Oh, well, thanks.
2: I'm telling you, you two are my favorite podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for bringing both of us on. I hope like Jenny Lynn and I are now a pair. And so it's a standard that if I'm on, Jenny Lynn has to be with me. So thank you for, you know, considering both of us for
2: um, this conversation today. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And you guys want to come on and do the Mill Kids thing with us again in April? I mean, I don't see why not. Okay.
0: All right. Well, we're on air. No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> no, no. Uh,
0: obviously, happy, happy. Any way we can support, we're more than happy to.
2: Well, you were you were hit last time, so. <laughs> oh, thank you. Know, you. And, it, and it and it it was one of my favorite things to do last year, for sure. I'm already saying last year and it was just a year. year. That was
0: just near, that, I totally <laughs> forgot. We're still in 2021. That's hilarious. Yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> I it, Well, they just run together these days. So it's true. All right, Everybody out there watching, if you had any questions, I will go back and get those to Jen and Jenny Lynn. And, you know, it's really hard. Just a reminder. It's really hard for me to navigate. I'm not that good at navigating the zoom and the Facebook, but <laughs> you um, did great today. <laughs> if you have any questions, I'll make sure to, to get those answered for you. And there will be a link to the podcast so that you can go and explore all those different, really great conversations and episodes. And if you have any questions for them that you didn't think of and you want to reach out, I'll make sure I put their contact information. Jenny Lynn now has an email. So does. I will put that all in there for you to reach out to them. and. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks again, Jenny Lynn and Jen. I really appreciate you guys coming on and um, have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.
0: We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. Get access to our show notes and
1: subscribe to our newsletter by checking out the details of this episode on your preferred podcasting platform or visit our website, holdingdownthefortpodcast.com.
0: And while you're on com, be sure to follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or our YouTube channel. If you got a lot of value
1: from today's conversation, kindly leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or leave us a recommendation on our LinkedIn profiles. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.